Welcome back to Range Anxiety for that Sunday session that we're not actually doing on a Sunday. And notice, I said we, but firstly, thanks to uh, Lisa Lashes, uh, no, she's a performer, for looking good. And that's what it's all about today, isn't it, Paul? How's on? It's me. Howdy, world. Hey, Marty. Hey, babe. Hey, bro. <laughs> she's out shopping, so she's yeah. probably <laughs> listening to this on the way. What? Live stream. Live streaming. Um, the age. Yeah, no, me. you're back, so I don't have to do any shithouse impressions of you today. No. Um, which I have been doing, but getting a lot. I've been getting a lot of good things said about them. A bit like... About your impressions or about me? About the impressions, a bit like Alan's outfit in The Hangover. You know, a lot of people complimented him on his man bag. <laughs> it's actually a satchel. Yeah, they did. All right, so what are we doing today? We're going to have our first of our scripted series, which is about um, the world's best-looking cars. Yeah, yeah, and when you say scripted, I mean, we wrote down some cars on a piece of paper. Is that it, a script? Well, it's what actually on the back of a kid's colouring-in picture, <laughs> to tell you yep. the truth. Yeah, it's, got it's ca- like those napkin things in the movies, you know, when they write on the yeah, napkin. Yeah, all the best plans. Are, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Yep. All right. Um, well, I, I've got much different taste to Paul. Uh, Paul gets his taste on licking his ass. one would say, because he thinks WB uh, utes look good. No, no, they don't look, they're cool. The, yeah. Not everything has to look good to be cool, though. All right, well, yep. with that, again, right, yeah, 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 go on. As, as we'll see later. Start. <laughs> Start, number one. Number one in Paul's list. Number one was my choice, and I reckon mm. that the Lamborghini Aventador has to be one of the best-looking cars that was has been made. You truly are deluded, aren't you? No, there's reasons for it. They they based their whole like ethos on like looking fast, even when it's not going fast. That's cool. Well, that's good that it looked fast because they actually didn't go very fast. They go quickly. They go quickly as long as you've got 15 seconds to wait for each gear change to occur. <laughs> yeah, but there's things that aren't great about them, but they still look good. Well, even though they're not great. You know where they get the name from, don't you? A vent and a door. Yeah. 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 They designed a really nice door. They've always been known for their doors. And, and vents. their vents. <laughs> what's, to, what's not to like, mate? Yeah. It is a great car. You have to admit, they do look cool. Yay? Nay? Mm. Oh. On the vents on that one. Okay. Okay. No, no I, I just think overall package, V12, screaming its tits off, 700 plus horse. Proceed, and because it's proceeding so slowly, everyone gets a good chance <laughs> to have a listen. <laughs> everyone gets to enjoy it. But... It, it's a good-looking car, sure, yeah. but Lamborghini do that because it's low volume, high expense. Sure, they can make things that look all right, but it doesn't hold a candle to one of my favourites, which is the VXR8 Clubby. Yeah. HSV, yeah. Holden Special Vehicles, everybody. Coming from me, Captain Electric, I reckon that's one of the best-looking cars ever made. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. They, they were a good-looking thing, and I was there in that era. I was Where there at Holden. You? Oh, that's Holden. right. Doing they, all the repaints. <laughs> they didn't look as good coming down the Holden lawn, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> nah, as in, nah, that, that, I've got to quantify that, in that they had just generic bumper yeah. bars and interior. We used to see and, trucks of them. Yeah, so they looked pretty crap. They had steel wheels on them and all the rest of it. But yeah, they were a pretty cool looking car. And, and I was a fan, mm. but I preferred the VY. Yeah. <laughs> but they carried over their good looks into the interior because what about those Colsons, chairs, the Colsons? The Colsons, yeah. Still sought after to this day. If you were over about 42 kilograms, and most HSV drivers would multiply that by at least yes. three or four, yep. the uh, seat squab used to disintegrate almost yes. straight away, didn't it? Because you didn't sit in them. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. They were designed to wrap around you when, when you're a larger frame, gentlemen. Well, I was a little bit larger yeah. when I had my VXRA. Yeah. You didn't exactly wrap around you, did they, Marty? No. no or but, me. But they had, had, well, mine had been pre-trained by another big fat bastard, so it was all right. Who's... Oh, yeah, I'm not going into oh. that. <laughs> but remember, they had the red Harrop brakes on them. and They, they were, did, yeah. They were good before they went all sissy boy and put APs on they them. They had that 300 kilowatt engine in some of them. Remember the limited run? Oh, yeah, GDS yeah, 300. Yeah, yeah, mine was only a 255, but it had a T51R on it. Well, that'll, that'll do it. That'll bring it up. Yeah, yeah. original Gen T car was a VXR8. So let's yeah. get on to number what, three. What is it, Paul? What is next on the list? I can't even read that from here. It's, um, it's derived, okay, it's derived from a Volkswagen Beetle. Ah, of course. It is the Porsche 911 or GT3, that style car, because there's, there's sort of a few around, but it has to be current. Yeah, it does have to be that's, current. The, and that was that was one of my calls, because I was never a big Porsche man. I think no. some of the earlier ones are a bit naff, really. I don't know. They're just Naff's like, a good word. Yeah. Or, or rough. Just oh, have a, have a look at the people that own them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but you, you know, know some. You know, yeah, I've yeah. owned plenty of them. Mm. And they're yeah. terrible things to drive yeah. to and ugly. Yeah, and yeah, I think they were ugly. But the current ones kind of, I don't know. Well, no, where it went, where it went, started to go right for Porsche. It was always that cutoff where the air conditioners started working in the cars. The cars became good cars, and that was the 996 series. But they stuffed it up with the boxed headlights. You, you've just peanut style headlights. Pretty much labelled every European high performance car, haven't you? They were all like that, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> didn't work, but yeah. you know the heater used to crank. Yeah, but yeah, the, the Porsche they just came good all of a sudden. It's like I don't know, someone after the box the headlights came the nine nine seven, and from nine nine seven onwards, oh. there's some seriously good cars yeah. to the point where like current GT three and and you know they handle and drive better than they should, but more to the point they look better than they should. Yes, but they're massive yeah. now compared to the old cars. They're huge bloody things. Maybe that's what it is. The proportions yeah. are right now. They look yeah. like the Volkswagen Yeah, before. rather than just a, a Beetle on steroids, which is... And, and that's <laughs> they, essentially they all they were. Yeah. Yeah. Floor-hinged pedal rubbish. Yep. And people get in them now and say, oh, it's just so exciting to drive. No, they drive like shit. But you're getting a new one, like I've got a mate that's got a GT2 RS, a new one, and a new Turbo S. Beautiful-looking cars. And, and in my opinion, the Turbo S, not the GT2, which is, you know, was nearly north of a million bucks... But the you know the cheap one, the six hundred grand one. Oh yeah, <laughs> the turbo entry S, level. Entry level is probably the finest piston powered car you can buy. In yeah, my okay. Opinion. There you yeah. go. Looks yeah, good. Does that, everything good. That's a big call. Bit slow. Not to one hundred and two point seven. Slow compared to what? That's fast yeah, cars. Yeah, lot Lamborghini Aventador. No, that's about <laughs> six point seven. <laughs> All right. So now, uh, yeah. this was one of your calls. Yeah, the cord. Hmm. Cord, old American thing yeah, from the thirties, forties. Yeah, yeah. They had pop-up headlights before anyone thought they were cool. Well, they were cool then, and they were American. That was when America had cars really, really right before they went through that real dead patch from yeah. the forties to the two thousand yep. or twenty tens. Yep. When they were handcrafted. My mother like... always tells me off for saying two thousand and ten. Right. So why don't you, you say one thousand nine hundred and eighty four then? It's actually twenty ten. Okay. I listen to you from time to time, Mum. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they were handcrafted, bespoke cars. Yeah, we, they were. We like anything with the word bespoke we in do. it, don't we? We do. I think Jay Leno's got some. It involves craftsmen. That's the yeah. thing that's different. Lead had... wiping. Oh, I know a dude that still does that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. But that, that's that's very bespoke, that car. Very Almost bespoke. to the point where it's not to everyone's taste. Because yeah. I'm not sure on that one, Mark. Oh, okay. Well, that's just me. So let's get on to the next one. You pick something. Come on. Did we both agree, though, on the R35 getting it right, sort of? 
Yeah, it did, because it was, you know, a very anime car. You know, it had never been done before. Normally, Japanese cars had, had styling influences that copied from other things and by international stylists. This was all done in-house, and it's an anime. It's a transformer car, and I think it worked really well. Yeah, I think it does. It, it's again, I don't know if it's like a great-looking car, you know, compared to... Some. It's aggressive. Yeah, it's, it's a GDR. Cool. That's one of those ones that's cool, though. You're not going to yeah. say, oh, is this like a, a Mazda 121 Shades, <laughs> or, is, or is it a GDR? It's a yeah. bloody GDR. It's a, it is, yeah. Yeah, it's better than an MX-5, for example, and people seem to like those. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> what, well, know, that's right. Well, that was copied off a of Lotus Elan. Yeah, okay. Okay, so you see, yeah. whereas this is their whole thing. And you love your R35s, and you also, I do believe, you like the... 300 ZS. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I did as well, you didn't much like as the three. you did. Oh, oh reckon... hang on, we read that wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, oh, one no. man in a Tesla. Yeah. 300 SL Goldwing. Yes. 300 ZX, 300 SL, very, same, very close. Same, but different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now you did pick that one, and I actually agree with you on that one. Most beautiful a, car ever made, It's probably. a cool-looking car. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about that. For an old car. Yeah, what year would that have been? What, what year are... Oh, I think they were for late 50s, weren't they? Oh, I have to ring my mate, Lindsay Fox. Yeah. He's got a few of them. Has he? I believe so. Yeah, because when you compare what was going on around the rest of the world, it's funny how that happens too. You know, like a car can stand the test of time. It's even hard to pick when it was made. You know, what what would we have been driving around in if you had a Holden of that era? Uh, <laughs> FJ. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have had you an FJ, no more. FJ or a Mercedes Goldwing. Yeah, they were probably a little bit apart in price tag back then too, Paul. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Yeah, but the Goldwing is timeless. It's iconic. It started that whole, uh, uh, you know, Goldwing door thing, which has been... Hung been, around for a long time. Well, it did, and been copied by the Model X yep. again. Yeah, the Model X has got Goldwing doors, which are nothing but trouble. And Fairly, um, fairly <laughs> ungraceful for getting in and out of, though, because didn't they have that huge high seal? Uh, the, because the Mercedes the door, did, yeah. Yeah, so you had to fall in. Yeah. And I don't know how you got in. I've actually I've got never a hand-painted, proper... Painted picture by a commercial artist on my garage wall with 300 ZL. Uh, ZL. <laughs> 300 SL. I see. Oh, yeah. 300 SL with the wings up, a silver one. Because yeah. if you're going to have one, it's got to be a silver arrow. You know, there yeah. is there's no other choice. And, you know, you can sit in there and make out you like Lewis's granddad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Enough said. What's the next right, one? The next one is one I kind of picked. But I think it was more of a piss take, but at the same time, it was very bespoke and very you, Marty, and that was the Norax well, that you, you drove successfully for a few years That was there. like that was like a, a, a garden shed with the cladding ripped off on wheels. <laughs> but the original Norax cars, you see, this is where you got it all wrong. So we never rode cars. No, no. But the original Norax cars were um, uh, modelled after Group C Le Mans cars, and they spent the guys building them, Ridgeway and crew, um, spent many, and Davis, spent many nights and weekends with flagons of port and claret making these fiberglass um, buck bodies off the wooden bucks and stuff, and they actually looked really, really good, and more yeah. to the point, they had a rotor in them too, so they sounded not too bad either, if nice. you like. Nice, nice. Right, that kind of thing, but the, the toolbox was actually faster in the end, so I yeah. think, I well, think. I, I wrote that down, but that was more tongue-in-cheek, because what I was actually thinking was Senna's... Um, Lotus, you know the the was it a Lotus? No, the Renault, the the black one. That was a Lotus it Renault. Was Lotus Renault. John Player Special. It was That's a nineteen eighty five because he put it on pole, didn't he, at the AGP in Adelaide? Possibly. Yeah, it yeah. was an eighty five model. Yeah, that black thing looked good. 
sounded nuts because I was there that year. You yeah. probably were as well. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. in my mid-30s. The, and right. I know this was meant to be road cars, but that, as a race car, that, that was still... I can remember that... that was wasn't as pretty as was not as pretty as the laydown. Was it the BT fifty two Braden that Gordon Murray designed that Pico drove with the laydown um, engine in it, so it was flat almost at okay. the back. So there you go. You don't even yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Yeah, no, no. That is that is the most beautiful looking Formula One car ever made yeah. in the current ish era. Okay, okay. Open wheel sort of wings and slicks era. All yeah. right, you go on to your ne- next. Well, one. the next one's mine. That's one of my favourites. Might have heard me mention this one before. The mm. VL Commodore, but in particular the Calais. I was always why that, a fan. Why the Calais? Um, it was, as you just mentioned earlier, it was a pop-up headlight. I think Holden semi, but, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like semi. It was it was like walking around with a semi. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. the it was like they were squinting, looking into the sun yeah. all the time. Yeah, you could see half the headlight, and then the rest popped up. Do you know what? You know where they got the Calais tag from? From the French? Yeah, <laughs> some little shit town like <laughs> across the, the cha- ferry goes. across the channel. Yeah, <laughs> you reckon that's why they come up with the name? I think because it sounded cool. I reckon that. Well, be they cool. didn't want to give it like another French name. They didn't want to call it the Holden Blue Vein, did they? <laughs> <laughs> After the cheese or the escargot, name it after a snail. Blue Vein. There's a name. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. I kind of like the crushed velour interior. Yeah, it was very era specific. And the two tone. Oh, you would have liked the steering wheel. Remember the one oh, spoke? Oh yeah. yeah, it was out of its time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I reckon that the Tesla could have got away with that. One spoke. I reckon it needed. Well, what, the thing is, what happened with all those Nissan slash Holden wheels is all of the uh, plastics and delaminated. <laughs> yeah, and so turned. it was basically yeah. like using a yoke yeah. we, after we, a couple of years. We had a, I think it was a non genuine GDS steering wheel, and on a hot day, you, you could yeah. move, maneuver it into a different position. If you didn't move it back, it stayed there. Now, I, yeah, I knew someone that knew everything about everything and normally the best of the best of the best. And what he used to do is he had a special syringe with a special. Um, like mating compound that you could inject into a mating. The, well, that's what he called it. <laughs> right. You know, he used to go for himself from time to time, and he used to inject it in there and used to it worked on his old Navara. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, so I never had to you do could that, inject your steering wheel to make it work again. So there you Viagra. go. Keep Just it not the, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they were a good car, especially well, with those flat Calais wheels. Yeah, yeah. They, I reckon they were cool. They still look good polished. today. You can see one today, and you'll see it, and you'll think that's a nice. Well, yeah, car. but the thing is, a VL. You're going to move it up the list because you can buy a new Jetty Three um, RS for Porsche for what people are asking for a Calais, <laughs> and exactly. if it's and if it's a BT One. Oh, I forget it. Look the hell out. Yeah, I know what I've got. Cop spec. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Did they have the graduated speedo? That oh, would have, it would have had the two calibrated yeah. increments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, the book, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the chip. Don't forget the cop chip. That wasn't the best. The cop <laughs> chip. They didn't have a cop no, chip. That was only the later ones. Um, but that's my favourite hold. And even though I picked the R8 earlier, look, you really got no idea and you worked there for so long. It was a CV8, the Monaro, the yeah. last of the coupes. And my favourite would have been the last of the HSV um, 300 kilowatt coupes that had the C4B in them, the yeah. Callaway engine that yeah. shat all of valve train after about five minutes. But what a collector's car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did chew through the odd cam, didn't they? But they had the they, red throttle body. You know the ones all you blokes that we holding used to take home in your lunchboxes? Yeah, everyone had one of those. Everyone had one or two. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. one went missing. It was a disaster. I work. think there was a massive, like, a forensic investigation. <laughs> it was huge. Teams of lawyers. But they, they, <laughs> they were a cool car. <laughs> laugh. They were a very oh, cool yeah. car. They only had one slight flaw to me, and yeah. that was that they were based on the VT. So they had the VT shape going on, 
and by the time we released them, we were already onto the VY. But the VT was the most beautiful of shapes, was it not? Oh. VT, VX, that's so the VX was yeah, the culmination. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, okay. I preferred a bit later. But, but, but could you imagine if they'd stitched like the VX Club Sport front onto the CV8? They kind of did, didn't they? Well, they, think, they did a GTO, yeah. a GTS. There, there was a few. Oh, don't talk to me about the GTO. That looked like pus on wheels. <laughs> Didn't it? <laughs> Didn't like that one. No, no, no. I mean the the, the export oh, car. Oh, yeah. The HSV GTO is the one I'd have. Yeah, yeah. The export car with those nostrils. I mean, BMW. You're not going to say the brand. You're just calling it the export the car. Pontiac. Oh. Now, they, well, Pontiac are gone. Yeah, they, well, that's they, all right. They, yeah, they're not going to have teams of lawyers. <laughs> yeah. um, Plus, you don't tune many Pontiacs here, do you? Thankfully. Um, no. Done a few G8s, but but anyway, um, yeah, basically they were so ugly that BMW took inspiration from them for the current yeah, three the and current four series. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they just thought make GM were ahead of their time, bigger. And <laughs> Every I, year. Obama came along and just put them out of their misery. Yeah, that that was a bit of a shame because that never really took off in the states because of that. I reckon they, yeah. if they left our front on, because one thing I see, I'm on a lot of US forums with their car of forums. You are. That's just how I roll. You get on there, what do they want to do? They want to hold inspect these Yeah, things. yeah, they yeah. We see that all the time. I used to, back badges. in the days when I was doing them, people yeah. used to swap backwards and forwards. Yeah, yeah. I want a GDO, I want a hold. I want a GDO, you know. I want a yeah. lollipop. So want to make your Pontiac GDO look better? Yeah. Put a hold in front on it. Get on to the next one. Right, what was the next one? The next one was something you... Well, you actually had one of these in here quite recently. Mm. Yeah, it was... The, but that was a Gilby, wasn't it? So we're talking... Ghibli. 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 Yeah. Maseratis right. have always been the good-looking cars. Yeah. Yeah. Always. They haven't always had the reliability or... Show the... me an Italian car that has. Oh, I couldn't do that. Well, yeah, any Italian, <laughs> Italian, Italian yeah. high-performance cars uh, spontaneously combust faster than a Model S player. Yes, the sound of unreliability. Yeah, but they but... all look good. And Maserati really got that, got that match between um, being garish like the Aventador... And whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, yeah, <laughs> and looking really good, or looking like an old man's um, suppository, like an Aston Martin. Yeah, yeah. Maserati really, really got that right, I think. And every time I see one, Mazas, especially the Grand Sports and the big guys with the gills down the, you know, like the imitation exhaust flutes on the front so guards. Do and... they do anything? No. They're just there for looks. Yeah. Oh, geez, they look good, though. Yeah, they do. They <laughs> so don't do anything. It's called the Little Lord Option yeah. Pack. It just looks good. It's like sticking a sock down the front of your pack. Yeah, yeah, it is. But Maseratis, <laughs> are, as a rule, are really, really good-looking cars. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a decent design team. And a lot of those, Euro um, well, Europe in general, I reckon, they have them aftermarket. Was it Pininfarina or... Pininfarina was a design house. Yeah, and they, they used to pen a lot of those... The better yeah. ones, anyway, didn't they? Uh -huh. It was always like the same. Oh, Ferrari, boys. I've got uh, Pin and Farina. So, yeah. yeah. Or there was Bertone, or there was, there was a few different. Farina were probably the better uh, yeah. until they put their name on like Austin Vandenplas and stuff like that. Yeah, as well. they, dumbed, know, they, would, they dumbed down their own. They, band they, they, they would sing for supper yeah. from time to time. And the, the thing about that's why I'm leading that is Aston Martin. So <laughs> that is your favourite, right? I, I like Aston Martins. Do you? Yep. Not all, because they were all penned around the same shape, but it's mm. about them stick-ons that they put around the outside. Sometimes they get I thought it was a away. bit like the, like the um, smoke cannons and stuff out the back of the original <laughs> yeah. DB9. Yeah, that's right. The what you had to do was rev it, and you had them anyway. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They weren't known for their... Well, they're, well, they're English-made, aren't they? Yeah, well, well, that's right. They're better than any Jaguar. Well, well still are. Some of them are a Jag, yeah. aren't they? Oh, I think so. 
I don't look at them. I just see them coming and go, this is going to be driven by an old guy in a bludger's cap that thinks everything is unacceptable when you (laughs) speak to them. So I just run the other way. You know that he's serious when he takes off his driving gloves, though. (laughs) (laughs) And talks about giving you a stout horse with him. (laughs) That's it. But they're a good-looking car. They are. Look, they are. Some of them. Not all. There was definitely some... Aston have some timeless classics. Unacceptable. (laughs) I've heard that a few times. Jeez, it gives me the shit. Story of your life. Isn't it? (laughs) Everything's unacceptable. But there is one car, right? I have a favourite amongst all of these, and there is there are some beautiful cars. I think I mentioned there. You don't get yeah. the cord or the Duesenberg thing with the fake pipes or anything else. Yeah. But the most beautiful yeah. car ever made, and unfortunately, there's only one made at the moment. But there will be more made by the end of the year, and I'll be have one having one or as many as I can get my fat little fingers on <laughs> is the Tesla Cybertruck. Mm. Best looking car, mm. best shape. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> when you said this. Now, you said the other day, I heard I heard the last podcast where you said you were going to give me a serious talking to, and I was thinking to myself, I'm about to start. Be, it's got to be because I laughed my bloody ass off when you said the Cybertruck. Mm. But I didn't always, I didn't continue to laugh because at one stage there I stopped and I sicked up a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah. longer. laughs> Cybertruck. Function, yeah. form, elegance, beauty, what? What? None of those things exist. <laughs> really? None of them. Yeah. Ventador. Like, you know, like it looks like it's going fast. It's designed by a team that looked at rocket engines and space shuttles and all this sort of stuff. You know, they're looking at high performance stuff. Do you realise how just how far you've contradicted? You, this was actually you, designed by people that do rocket engines and space yeah, shuttles. they do. And then where did they get their inspiration? Frickin' Mars. No. <laughs> no. They've popped off down to Stratco. <laughs> Because they needed a water tank. Do you realise why it looks like that? Do you realise why it has to be that shape? No. No, I don't because... Because of the material it's made out of. So there were limitations. It's it's the SpaceX material that can't be dented, can't be marked. It's it's designed to look like a water tank with a roller door on one side. That someone's kicked over, so it's fallen forward. <laughs> the whole thing was designed at Bunnings one afternoon. Look at them wheels. Those wheels. Are they good? Where do you see them wheels? I've seen them. I tell you where. Uh, on, on those things you aerate your lawn with? A wheelie bin. A wheelie. <laughs> exactly the same wheels. They're the same. I've seen, on kid, I've seen them on kids' toys. Stratco or Bunnings. Guarantee you that's where the Well, at least I know where I can get a spare set of rims when I want to go drifting. (laughs) They look about the same size, too. I I know it's only a photo that I've ever seen, but... Well, I'm I'm a little bit... Well, will will they ever actually make that car, then, do you think? (laughs) Well, there's there's a lot of special people out there. (laughs) You included. Well, there's over over a million pre-orders. Orders already... Wow. That's... I can't believe that, really, are you? That, That... I'm flummoxed. There's word of the day. Flabbergasted. So, yeah, so when... I don't know, Martin. I don't get that one. What do you mean? You don't get a ute that's bulletproof, (laughs) undentable. Who would have thought we need a bulletproof, undentable, uh, unbreakable car in 2021? Do you remember what this list was? Best looking. (laughs) So you've said it again. Well, I'm never going to be able to afford to go to Mars. You might as well drive around in something that's been made to go on Mars. (laughs) People wished it was on oh, Mars. Well, <laughs> I think I think I'm the one that's been getting the dressing down here nah, today, Paul. So look, nah. I'm going to let you before we go today. Yep. You've really taken the wind out of my sails here. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Devo. Um, pick one more so I can like tear you a new one. All right, I'm going to pick one. This one's going to surprise you. Plaid. 
Ooh. I'd have one of those tomorrow. Well, hopefully we'll get one of those tomorrow if tomorrow's like an Elon Musk version of tomorrow. That's about two years. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, that, you know, Australia. you know that model S, the plug, that that actual shape was actually penned by ex Maserati people. Yeah, yeah. it's a good looking shape. There's one just there. Yeah. Now it's the same shape. Yeah? A lot of people think they're too plain. Yeah, well, it is. It's wider though. Pumped front, pumped rear. Looks cool. It's wider than the Raven, but yeah, really. I mean, I I found it very hard to get used to them at first. Oh, I've, I've never minded them. I think that they're the plain. The three looks like it it needed to be stretched a little. It, it looks, looks like some... Daffy Duck. <laughs> yeah okay yeah. yeah but but i like this i'd like a plaid well there you go there you, yeah if this takes off and this gets syndicated and we go global yeah get, well every I'm other getting... youtuber's bought himself a plaid <laughs> maybe what we need yeah. is video yeah. the plaid and a room and with that everyone we wish you good riddance and i hope you enjoyed that and stay tuned for the next one